everyone, let's do this! How are you doing today? I'm hoping absolutely fantastic and I also hope you've had an amazing week so far enjoying the warm weather and the sun. Who knows, maybe you're also getting ready for the upcoming summer holiday season. Regardless, I hope you're well and want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes and embracing challenges in life, as well as staying curious and, in general, trying to grow as a person. Last week, we tackled the idea of conversations, how to master them, avoid awkward silences, and never run out of things to say during small talk. We learned that one of the best ways to keep a conversation going is to ask clarifying questions, to learn more about the discussed topic or the person we're having the dialogue with, and we also mentioned the idea of transitioning into related subjects when we don't quite know what to say anymore and to be on top of the current trends to always have some topics in the back pocket to pull out whenever needed. If you haven't yet given it a listen or would like to go over the mentioned topics once again, please feel free to go back to episode 31, Never Running Out of Things to Say. But now, let's dive straight into this week's episode, where we'll discuss the concept of actively asking for and consequently getting what we want in life. If you've been listening to Leave the Bubble for a while now, then maybe you recall episode number five, Being Active versus Being Passive where we go over the same general idea. So even though the framework might be similar, the episode will be quite different because today we are going to be focusing solely on the active part, especially when it comes to proactively taking that first step, expanding or maybe even leaving our comfort zone entirely behind to pursue our desires or interests in any given moment. Now, before we go any further, let's get one thing out of the way first. Oftentimes, people don't go after what they want because that usually means putting themselves first ahead of others. And naturally, some people might feel that this is an entirely selfish behavior. Let me assure you of one thing. It is not. There is a big difference between being polite and being a doormat, always accommodating everyone else's priorities ahead of our own. Trust me, this is no way of living life. And by the way, this is a mentality where we feel that if we put ourselves first, then that has to mean that other people are automatically put at a disadvantage, which really is rarely the case. I'm of course not talking about shoving yourself all the way to the front of the lunch line as maybe we've seen some school bullies do, either in the movies or sadly in real life. (laughs) Not at all. All I'm saying is that sometimes we need a little push to go after what we want because, honestly, sometimes we forget we deserve it, which to me is some sort of slight variation of the imposter syndrome. For those of you who don't know, the imposter syndrome states that people believe they are nowhere near as competent as others perceive them to be. Now, this is an internal belief system that stops people from believing in their own real potential, which is absolutely sad to see. Now, I say not going after what you want is some sort of imposter syndrome, because while we may not necessarily believe that we are not as competent, we may believe that we are not worthy of that opportunity or that promotion. But it can also be something completely banal, like asking someone for directions or to pass them the salt at a restaurant. One of the most common reasons behind not directly asking people for what we want is an inherent feeling of discomfort 
and embarrassment, which oftentimes is completely irrational. After all, people tend to know that their behavior doesn't require them to feel embarrassed at all. Yet, they do, which ultimately really doesn't make sense to all parties involved. So, how can we fight this feeling of embarrassment? Well, it definitely is not an easy thing to do. And it requires a lot of effort, which at the end of the day can only be done by the person itself. You just need to push yourself to take baby steps and slowly realize that asking questions is really not that bad. There really is nothing to worry about. Something I fortunately learned very early on, not as the psychological term, of course, but just as a gut feeling, is the fact that people in general really don't care that much about others. Now, please, before you go out and start thinking that I'm preaching a negative message of our society, I'm not. (laughs) Of course, I'm talking about the spotlight effect which is a term psychologists use when people overestimate the amount other people notice them. It encompasses people's feeling of having a figurative spotlight on them that highlights all of their flaws, all of their mistakes, and all of their shortcomings. Now, what I meant earlier is that people have their own problems they have to worry about, which is why while we feel that when we make a small, tiny little blunder, people really don't notice or care for that matter as much as we do. In other words, we give our potential mistakes way too much importance than they actually deserve. So let's say we've worked on not letting the spotlight effect affect us, and we conquered our inner imposter syndrome, which means that we're ready to go into and show the world who we are, what we want, and actually go out there and get it. What could that look like? Let me tell you about one of my closest friends here in Maastricht. Now, this guy is a pretty cool dude for a multitude of reasons. But one of the first things that you can tell when you meet him is his oozing positivity and gusto for life. And this translates into him really not feeling self-conscious of asking for and consequently getting what he wants in life. Since I don't want to make this episode too long, I'll mention three brief examples of how he just went out there to take what he wanted, each one of them representing a different level of, let's call it, baldiness. (laughs) The first one happened when we were drinking a few glasses of wine by the Maas, the river here in Maastricht, and we saw some people playing a pretty solid playlist from a huge speaker, pretty much being the DJs for the entire riverbank. Now, there was a multitude of people talking and singing, and it was quite difficult for our Shazam app to pick up the songs, especially because most of them were also remixes. So what did he do? He got up, approached the guys playing the music, introduced himself, talked with them for a few minutes, and came back with four or five pictures he took with his cell phone from the other guy's playlist. That's it. He wanted to know what songs they were playing, he got up and asked for them. Now, this sounds super simple, and yet most of us don't have the courage to do it. The why? I mentioned earlier. The second example is how he approached his thesis supervisor selection process. Usually, we all get a list of available supervisors for our master thesis. We rank them, send in our priorities, and are then allocated, completely leaving the fate of our thesis into the school's invisible hands. 
but not my friend. He wanted to write the thesis about a specific topic with one of his tutors teaching that specific course on his desired topic. Only problem, he wasn't on the list. But that didn't stop my friend. All he did was send his tutor an email asking him if he'd be willing to supervise his thesis. And once he agreed, all that was left to do was send the university an email stating that he found a supervisor willing to mentor him throughout the entire process, which is ultimately what every student needs and is required to do. The only difference, he did it his way. And before I bore you all to death about my amazing friend, (laughs) I leave you with my last example for the day, which is about the time he wanted to get practical experience in the real estate industry, even though he had zero experience in the field beforehand. So what did he do? He looked up one of the Netherlands' most prestigious real estate companies, found the contact information of one member of the board of directors, emailed him and asked some general questions about the industry while also hinting at his interest to work there. They scheduled a phone call, and what do you know? He got offered an internship in Amsterdam, which is where he is right now at the exact time of this recording. So you see that by only asking for the things he wanted, be it a playlist of some music bangers, a thesis supervisor that wasn't on the official list, or an internship in the field he's been craving to get into, none of it would have happened had he not stepped up and proactively asked for it. And this can be translated into everything else in life, be it asking someone out on a date, talking to your boss about a promotion, asking for a timeout in a relationship, or asking the vegetable vendor for a discount because you've been a loyal customer for such a long time and, let's be honest, you're the only one taking his smelly Brussels sprouts off his hands. (laughs) You get the idea. So go out there and take what's yours. Remember, in life, you get what you ask for, not what you deserve. It is very rare to get hand-me-downs in life, especially the older we get. So my personal advice, practice now with things that are low stakes. Do it with friends and people you trust, and soon you'll see how something that felt so far out of your comfort zone will be something you master, helping you get what you want in life. Guys, as cliche as it may sound, the world is our oyster and sometimes we forget that we always are in a position to take advantage of the opportunities life has to offer. We only have to want it enough to directly take them or at the very least ask for them. Let's never forget this. Thank you so much for listening until the end of the episode. I immensely appreciate it and you for being part of the Leave the Bubble community. I wish you all the best in your comfort zone expansion journey, an amazing weekend, and an enjoyable summertime. And of course, as always, hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.